podcast is sponsored by Dilly Squat, the app sweeping in the nation with this realistic spacecraft game. Download now on iTunes or Google Play. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another podcast. This one's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be short but sweet. We're not even going to give this episode a number. Medieval medicine could be found in your own backyard. Today we'll be talking about medieval medicine and how doctors used to diagnose their patients. Our guest today is Evan Matos, a nurse at Seattle Kids Care Alliance. Tell me a little about yourself. Hi, Jaden. Thanks for having me on today. Yes, I'm um, a nurse, and I've been a nurse for the last 30 years. Um, I work at Seattle Cancer Care Alliance in radiation oncology. Well, Evie, what inspired you to be a nurse? Well, I always wanted to help people, and nursing always seemed like such a good and rewarding job. So the great thing about nursing, too, is you can do lots of different things. It doesn't have to be just one path. Evie, I have some questions for you. What do you think about medieval medicine from the 1400s compared to modern-day medicine? It has changed over the years, and thank goodness for that. In the Middle Ages, they didn't have the knowledge or education that physicians do now. They often thought disease was due to the stars, demons, sin, or even bad smells. Barbers or family members would treat patients. There was no antibiotics in the Middle Ages, so people often died much earlier in life than they do now. My second question is, why do you think that the doctors so long to figure out why and how the plague happened? People of the Middle Ages were often uneducated and blamed witches or people that had a different culture from them. They finally found out how and why it happened in the 19th century. The plague was caused by disease-carrying fleas, which were carried on the bodies of rats. The dirt and filth found in the streets was a perfect breeding ground for the disease. The first victims of the disease were found in the poorest districts of the city. People could not avoid contact with the rats or someone who had been in contact with the rats. Wow, (laughs) that sure was a long time until they figured out why the plague happened. My third question is, according to the website Medicine in the Middle Ages, lordsandladies.org, doctors would treat their patients with herbs. If they had had pains, and wounds would be cleaned with vinegar, mint, aloe vera, and so on. What do you think about this? I actually think that was quite smart. They learned from their mothers and other women of the village that certain herbs had medicinal properties and would help to heal types of problems such as rashes, Uh, infections, etc. Vinegar could be harsh on tissues, but could certainly clean out a wound. The surgeons of the time would also bleed people. They'd cause them to bleed to get rid of infections or evil spirits. They also applied leeches to ingest infected tissue. Trepanning was done by cutting a hole in the skull to let the evil spirits out. Some of the things they still do now, like applying leeches and trepanning, but in various forms. My fourth question is, surgeons back in the middle age were not very experienced and didn't have a lot of knowledge of medical procedures nor medicine. How do you think this affected the middle age? People died 
a lot earlier in the Middle Ages due to disease and infection. Women often died in childbirth. They just didn't have the knowledge or the drugs that they do now. The simple act of hand washing or keeping your instrument clean uh, could go a long way in preventing disease. My fifth question is, what do you think about doctors diagnosing their patients with their urine? Jaden, doctors still test your urine in modern day for certain diseases. Um, things like a bladder infection or they can test for diabetes. They use other techniques such as blood tests and x-rays to diagnose a problem as well. My sixth question is, what if malaria and Zika was a really big problem in Europe during the Middle Age? I think it would become a plague. Thousands of people would die or whole populations. Again, because they wouldn't know the root cause of the illness. This is kind of a disturbing question, but in the Middle Age, people swallowed baby frogs to cure asthma. How do you think this helped or didn't help? That is a crazy question to me. I don't know why the people of the Middle Ages would even think that a baby frog could cure asthma. Asthma is a sickness where it makes it hard to breathe, and I don't know how a frog could even cure that. Was all medieval medicine bad for you? No, I don't believe all medieval medicine was bad for you. Some medieval herb remedies were effective. Aloe vera was used to soothe wounds and burns. It's still used today. For a medieval headache remedy, drink warm chamomile tea and lie down on rosemary and lavender scented pillows for 15 minutes. This is a natural and effective remedy. People still use these today. There's naturopaths that often give herbs as well as uh, aromatherapy. Thank you for listening into this podcast. Remember, this podcast would not have been possible without Dilly Squat, the revolutionary spacecraft game. As we just learned, the evolution of medicine has progressed over time and doesn't plan to stop. And a final thanks to Evie Matos.